Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's 1130 on Sports on a Sunday morning. Tom Ackerman with you, rejoined by John Mosaloc, the Cardinals president of baseball operations. This is his time slot on Sunday mornings, and it's always great to chat with him. It's been a while since we had you on. A lot has happened. A lot has happened uh, since then. How are you, Mo? Yeah, it has been a while, and yes, a lot has happened. Um, yeah, it's been a crazy uh, five weeks or so, but uh, here we are, uh, just getting back from the general manager meetings, and you know, obviously, uh, we know there's a lot of work to do, and and so using last week to just sort of get a sense of where things are at was uh, important for our organization, and you know, now I think we'll uh, begin our off-season strategy and see where that takes us. Absolutely. Carlsbad was the location of the GM meetings, and that's really a time for all of you to get together, and you never know what, what comes out of that, but I'm sure it's very informational and good to catch up with everybody. It is, and it was nice just to see everybody. Um, we haven't uh, really been together as a group for two years, so that was uh, it was nice and welcoming, and uh you know, I think everybody's just looking forward to maybe some normalcy. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, as uh, we look to the off season, in the Cardinals case, we do have a lot of optimism. We feel pretty good about how we finished up. And, uh, you know, we think we have a lot of really strong pieces in place that uh, should bode very well for 2022. And beyond. I mean, you look at the Arizona Fall League. Hello. I mean, th- there's some players down there wearing the Cardinals uh, uniform. And that, I'm sure, has been very satisfying for you. That It takes a lot of work to scout, to develop, to draft, and to, to put these players together. And uh, here's one that jumps out at me. It's got my attention. Brendan Donovan. I don't know that enough has been said about that young man. Number 17 on the MLB pipeline prospects list. Uh, is putting together quite a fall, John Mosellock. Yeah, I, I think you're right. He, he, his name just does not get um, a, a lot of attention, but I will tell you internally, he is somebody that we talk a lot about. Um, we just really feel like he gives you so much flexibility because he can basically play anywhere in the infield. But from an offensive standpoint, we're certainly excited about what we're seeing. So, you know, it's always tough when you get somebody that you you drafted you know, 17, 18, somewhere in there. And then, you know, he played 19, lost 20. And here we are in 21 realizing that, you know, this guy might be pretty good. So 
um, very encouraged with what we're seeing um, from him this past year and specifically how well he's played in the fall league. Yeah, he has some big-time power. When when he connects, it goes, and so does Juan Yepes. And I, I don't think that's any surprise to anybody uh, considering that the Cardinals had him on their postseason roster. I mean, you had a, an opportunity there, he did, uh, to possibly see some time there. I love watching tape of him. I don't want to compare him to anybody. I, I just like to watch his swing. He just has such a big league look to him. You know what I mean? At the plate, when, when he makes contact, I I love his swing, John. Well, he's a good hitter and a, another young man that, you know, unfortunately did not get any exposure because of the pandemic. And so, you know, obviously this past year, he had an outstanding season at, uh, at Memphis. We're very excited about what we're seeing from him and, you know, ultimately just allow him to keep playing. But another young guy that, that does also give you some flexibility is more of someone that you can profile out to, to the corners. Um, you know, defensively, he's still working on things, but, you know, uh, from a swing standpoint, there's a lot to like. So, yeah, very bullish on him as well. And then there's Nolan Gorman, of, co- of course, he gets a lot of ink, still listed uh, in a lot of those rankings as a second baseman and a third baseman. But as you all know, he's seen a lot of time at second base. And John Mosellock, he's worked very hard at it. At it. I mean, from what I hear, there's a lot of time that goes into that. And that we, I know a lot of attention gets paid to his bat, and it should. But the fact that this young man has put in the time to do what you've asked him to do says a lot about him. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, you, you know, I think the thing that we're most impressed with was just his his tr- conversion or seamless transfer over to second base. Um, as many of you know, we drafted him as a third baseman, but subsequently traded for Nolan Arenado last year. And now I think Nolan Gorman ultimately is going to get the opportunity at second at some point, but just being able to cross over on the diamond and do it so seamlessly. I was speaking with uh, Gary LaRock and, and uh, Jose Okendo recently about it, and they were just you know really excited about how well he's been able to do that. And, you know, I asked a very simple question. You, you guys think he can be an average defender? And Okendo said, I think, I think he'll be above average defender, which, you know, that was to my surprise. So that's Really encouraging. Obviously, uh, you got to play the game. You got to keep developing. But guy works really hard, and uh, you know we're excited about what we're seeing. It's really great to hear from Okendo for sure. He he would know, and that's nice to hear. And I, I mean, you and I could spend I could spend an hour talking about prospects with you. You have a really nice look right now down there, and who knows what's to come. It reminds me a little bit of the Memphis Mafia. I'm getting Memphis Mafia feelings again. Back uh, 10 years ago, we all saw that come to fruition when the Cardinals won the world championship. There were a lot of them there, and one of them was Skip Schumacher. And I know that you have not finalized or announced this coaching staff yet, and that will come, but what can you tell us about the Skip Schumacher as bench coach move by the St. Louis Cardinals? Yeah, I hadn't read that yet. Um <laughs> You know, it's sort of funny how, like, in our business, there's reasons why we try to keep things quiet for a while. It's no different than any other company. Like, when you go to get a job, you have, like, a normal onboarding. And so there's there's simple requirements that we have to do that just take time. But unfortunately, we we can't always keep these things quiet um, until we're really prepared to uh, make that announcement. But so this this secret is out. But, yeah, obviously, uh, we're going to bring back Skip Schumacher as our bench coach thrilled about that. I just feel like uh, 
you know, when you look at trying to play somebody with Ollie, having someone that has some, some bench experience, but also some, a lot of major league experience, not only as a player, but on the, on the coaching side, I just think will be a great resource for, for Ollie moving forward. And so when we were looking to identify a bench coach, he was the, one of the first people that, that came to mind. And, you know, candidly, even when we had the, the managerial opening, it was something that I was thinking about. So, you know, overall, I think it's just uh, uh, someone that's going to pair very well with Ollie and uh, just excited to have him come back. Yeah, it's exciting, I know, for everybody involved. And even though he's been with the Padres, it always felt like he was still with this family because of his love for the Cardinals organization. There's no question. Then I would anticipate that coaching staff gets announced fairly soon. John, I mean, I know there's still uh, one piece uh, to that puzzle, right? I'm hopeful. Um, Obviously, there's some things that that we still need to do, but ideally, I'd I'd like to see that by sometime this week, for sure. And Ollie Marmel is a a bright young manager, but he's been around this game for a while, and I know that uh, you've spoken already as much as you can about the managerial move that you had to make. I know that both sides, it appeared to me, attempted to take the high road, and, and sometimes that's not easy to do, but it did happen. Um, and at the same time, you had Ollie there, and I'm sure that made it uh, in some ways, um, not, it's never easy, but, but easier because you knew that you had somebody of his stature. Uh, he has a great relationship with so many people down in that dugout, but also with you in the front office. Ollie Marmel as manager of the Cardinals, seems like a very, very positive vibe right now with all of you. Look, we have a, a positive relationship. There's no doubt about it. Um, I think, you know, most importantly, I think the players respect him. I think the staff respects him. And, you know, they're ready to uh, to allow him to lead and, and to let him take this club over as manager. And so, you know, obviously we, we're kind of in the infancy stages of all this. Excuse me, but we're 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 you know just excited about uh, turning it over to him, and I know, you know he's he's really looking forward to this opportunity, and I've said this publicly uh, recently that you know I always knew Ollie would manage in the big leagues. I didn't know maybe it would be quite this quickly, but but here we are, and and so, you know he's uh, he's really excited about this club and, and and about the coaches he's working with, and and as I mentioned with Schumacher being at it. And, you know, ultimately these guys are ready to hit the ground running and, and uh, off season is, is sometimes a, a time where people think coaches just uh, return to their homes, don't think about baseball for a few months and then ultimately show up in spring training. But I assure you this group is going to be working hard and, and preparing hard for, uh, for this upcoming season. I've really had some great conversations with Ollie on the side about baseball, but also about life. I, mean, I just really like him as a person, and I really look forward to that relationship as well. And boy, does he have a team. I mean, what in the six gold glove finalists, five of them get it, and Yachty isn't one of them. And we all know how good Yachty or Molina is. And then Nolan Arenado with his fifth straight platinum glove. I mean, it is just amazing to, to know what he's done. But also this team, and in particular, the first for Tommy Edmond and Harrison Bader. What an accomplishment by your Gold Glovers and your team, John Mozeliak. Yeah, it was, I don't think, surprising. I think all of us that, that watched our team play all, all season, you know, the one thing you could sort of always count on was our defense. So that was uh, not unexpected. I feel like uh, 
you know, it's a, it's a, well, obviously it's historic, but it's just an amazing honor. And I think it just shows you, you know, the pride these guys take in their jobs because usually excelling at defense is something that is about your positioning. So that's, you know, working with coaches, but it's also about practice and it's about making sure that, that, that practice and preparation leads to the type of success you saw. And I think it's an amazing compliment to this group. I sort of think we won 5.5 gold gloves because, you know, Yachty being a finalist. And, um, but I think it's, you know, it, what it does is it shows you the importance of, of what we work on at the minor leagues. Cause now our players at the minor leagues see what's happening up here and they know to get here that defense matters. You have a really good one in Dylan Carlson out in right field also, and he is a finalist for Rookie of the Year. In fact, every position, uh, you have someone that has been a Gold Glove finalist. Inclu- well, you have, you have a great defensive player, and you have a great Gold Glove finalist actually at shortstop in Paul DeYoung. And, you know, I know that the free agent class is big at shortstop, and I know that you're aware of that as well, but... Uh, you've had now two players in this last year in Edmundo Sosa and Paul DeYoung who have given you some very good defense. I just wanted to get your thoughts on Paul and his offense and what it will take for him to get back because we've seen it. Uh, We've seen him hit 30 bombs. We've seen him hit uh, in clutch situations. You know, I think in in Paulie's case, it's a bit unfair how he's being judged. And, 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 And part of that is because you know, I don't think we really give him credit for, well, I shouldn't say credit, but recognizing his injury this past year. And when you, when you think back to a hitter that, that breaks a couple ribs and then, you know, it, it adversely affects your swing. I mean, there's just no way around it. So, you know, ultimately I, I think back to, uh, you know, 2019, he's a middle of the order hitter for the St. Louis Cardinals. 2020, it's, it's, it's hard to read too much into a COVID um, environment. And then this year he had the injury. So I just would ask, you know, our, you know, our fans to just be patient with him. And um, I, I can't imagine that he can't get back to where he is. He's still only 28 years old. He was an all-star. Um, for us, we think there's still a lot of upside in him. And I think the most important thing for him is to have a normal offseason, have a healthy offseason, and have that prep normal preparation where he can come into camp and be ready to go. And I think if that's the case, it's not too hard to imagine for him to go back to being the type of player he was. Yeah, once upon a time, I mean, he was out there talking about working with Jose Okendo. That's exactly what he did. I remember being down in Jupiter in January and seeing Paulie out there working hard to get himself back. I would not put it past him whatsoever. He works. Uh, your pitching staff, just in the last couple minutes here with John Mosellock, you have – a very nice-looking four in the rotation. There is a question as to who that fifth will be. The, the bullpen, of course, is continuing to – you added a piece in T.J. McFarlane. I know you're going to be working on that. that. That pitching wins, doesn't it, in the Cardinals organization? Well, it's, you know, I hate to give you my elevator speech if you're a pitcher, but um, Bush Stadium's a hard ballpark to hit home runs in, and uh, when you're pitching in front of uh, five gold glovers – you know, it, it seems to be advantageous, advantageous to, to being a pitcher for the Cardinals. So, you know, ultimately I think uh, we're a pretty desirable place to, to end up. It's, you can take advantage of a, a lot of those uh, resources, if you will, to allow yourself to be successful. So 
I do think uh, adding some depth to our pitching is something we have to do, whether it's rotation or bullpen. But that is going to be something that we do focus on um, moving forward. Final thing, the CBA, we all know that the two sides are going to be talking. Just you're feeling right now, and there's there's no way to predict anything, of course, but uh, how much of a, of a crunch are we in? How do you just see this right now as we sit here still early on November 14th? Well, I always think it's sort of dangerous to sort of like think about like hypotheticals mm-hmm. in, in the sense of like these types of questions because we just don't know. And maybe the easiest way for, for us to think about it is we're just going to go business as usual right now. And, you know, hopeful and, and we'll remain optimistic that things will, will work out. But as far as the short term goes, as we start to approach the, the Thanksgiving holiday, you know, this week's going to be just very normal for us here in St. Louis. And then uh, obviously we'll likely have a quieter week uh, when we get into the holiday week. But, you know, overall, I think, you know, myself and our staff, you know, we're all sort of focused on what we can do to get better and, and not trying to, to look too far ahead on what may or may not happen. So, you know, look, obviously we'll be talking in the next few weeks again, but, you know, hopefully, uh, fingers crossed, things have a way of working out. Uh, that totally makes sense. We will operate as normal over here as well and get ready for spring training to start in three months. It's amazing. John Mosellock, thank you so much. Appreciate these times very much. Thank you, Tommy. Good to talk to the Cardinals president of baseball operations. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 